But I wonder whether you think that the music industry now is doing enough to hold those kinds of people accountable because your industry is rife with stories of what's happened to women um, with very little accountability. Yeah, I think it's never enough. Um, I think it's very funny that that Marilyn Manson's label decided to drop him right when the story went public and, and people have just known about it for so long. I find that very annoying. Um, I think it's a lot of performative activism, basically. Uh, I think people should take more responsibility internally. It doesn't matter how many people know about it. You should, you know, look into things like you're the FBI. Uh, but when people make people money, it's really hard. I know it's really hard to, to walk away from that, but I think more people should. Look out, the lever, get away from that lever. Don't blow us all to atoms. All right, welcome everyone. This is That Record Got Me High. I'm Rob Elba. It is great having you all here again. I'm feeling good. I, I, I'm not sick anymore. I don't have a cold. I'm home and I have a guest here in studio. And I was just telling her I'm excited because I have a guest who's a professional podcaster. So she knows, I don't have to tell her, she knows how to use a mic and she knows what to do and she knows her shit. So uh, without further ado, I'd like to welcome my guest here tonight. It is Hillary Dougherty. So good. I nailed it, right? You did. And it only took you three times of, of me being a guest for you to get that name <laughs> right. True. You're always going, just introduce yourself. Why nope. don't you? So I don't have to pronounce this name. See how I said it with such uh, yeah. with such authority, right? <laughs> yes. Hillary Dougherty, she is a political, I, I wrote down, here's what I wrote, a mm. political mover and shaker, mom, uh, you volunteer for many grassroots organizations in South Florida. Mm. And she's, most importantly, she's the co-founder and co-host of the True Political Crime podcast, the Muck Podcast. The Muck Podcast. Is it still, is, is it the, the Muck Podcast dot fireside.fm? Is that? We actually just launched our website, so you can find us at themuckpodcast.com. Oh, so much but, easier. But also Fireside is still up. That's where our, that's our host site. Okay. But uh, the website has our blog notes, our photos, our, um, all the places we've been featured, like in magazines and things like that. Nice. Yes. And I'm... Uh, I'm going to blow a little smoke up your ass because it actually, mm. you guys should listen to the Muck Podcast. It's great. I have, I, it's just a, a joy to listen to you and Tina. I love, especially the beginning of the show when you guys just talk about the local goings on and you get, you get, you lose your shit and you're like yelling. I do. I do. I do. I'm so, and I am so sorry about blowing your, your ears off. I'm sure. No, I, but, it, but, but it's South Florida. So, it is. Or Florida and in general. It is. Just, and yeah, Florida, right? Like, especially, I had to actually apologize, I think, on the last episode because the first, the last few weeks, because we're in legislative session, is insane. Yes. There attacking everybody all over the place and i just yes. saw an article today that said that there's some bill in the legislative session right now that manatees are going to be badly affected and i said well of course of they course. will <laughs> we're coming after everybody this year yeah, rob Florida, yeah. manatees should not be out of uh, of this attack we right. need to go after the manatees <laughs> some of the shit it's out the don't say gay thing the oh, gay, are they really, did they really vote on that and it well passed. it's in the senate right now so once it goes through the senate it passed the house then uh then kids can't talk about who they are of teachers can't talk yeah. about who they are like god forbid and they're doing that draconian anti-abortion yes. thing here because yeah. they're gonna yeah they want to put us bring us back to the dark ages yeah and it's awesome uh, but <laughs> thankfully you don't have to talk about any of that i was th you know what i was i started to get into a little i just had a little bit of a trigger <laughs> i was right. thinking to myself no i gotta talk about that every week i love i would so much more rather talk about music than i politics. figured because <laughs> you're a big music man right yes so you so you love obviously you love this uh politics and that you're mm. you're passionate about it very much so. that's why i admire you guys because you're passionate i can't be that passionate that's okay about it. I can't. as long as you vote rob we're I all do. good no we're and, good. I do. And, we're good. and i believe all the right things yes <laughs> and just, thank uh, you i also want to thank you for being a patron well we're of our podcast yes, and, yes. and i'm a patron of your podcast yes, i love this podcast so awesome. much yes um but yeah I, I i feel like i could tell you're a big music fan yes and i'm also i was really excited because you picked our albums for tonight that just came out in 2020 mm -hmm. which is awesome because obviously a lot of times people pick records that they love that from old because most of the people on the show are, are older older people <laughs> they pick something that they love when they were teenagers so i love the fact that you listen to new music and mm -hmm. you're still really uh oh yeah yeah all right so what are we talking about we are talking about the wonderful and beautiful and fantastic and brilliant Phoebe Bridgers' Punisher. Yes. Oh my gosh, Rob. Phoebe Bridgers. And just so you guys know, I'll, I'll take some pictures, but Hillary is wearing <laughs> the, the Phoebe Bridgers, which I knew, like I said, I, 
<laughs> I knew you would own the pajamas, the skeleton pajamas, but I, I didn't know you would wear it well, through the... Uh, listen, I only get so many opportunities to walk around in a skeleton onesie. I actually true. took my it's garbage awesome. cans to the curb tonight wearing this, and I thought, I don't care. I'm Phoebe Bridgers, <laughs> bitch. I'm doing it. All right. So this is, uh, uh, of course, as you probably guessed, this, is, this was my first foray into Phoebe Bridgers, although I did know her because I saw her SNL when she was on I SNL. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. Yes. And it was, and I, I said, I, you know, I said, oh, wow, this girl's good. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. she's great. But, of course, and then she played that song where she smashed her guitar, and then mm -hmm. all these dudes, loved all these it. dudes uh, Rob, lost so their shit. Love it. I love it. And the best, her, be the great, I was so glad you brought this up, because the greatest is her reaction to that. Like, she said she woke up on Sunday morning, went on Twitter, and all these old dudes, like a David Crosby, et cetera, were like, oh, look at this girl. And she was basically her, yeah. like, fuck you. Like, she doesn't care about good. classic rock guys. Like, she's so, like, she doesn't give, like, she makes fun of Eric Clapton, not make fun of, but she mentions him in one of these songs, right? And like, yes. she just doesn't care about these guys. It's not her. She's 27. Like, those guys are they, they're not an influence on her. She mocks them almost in right, all of this. Right. It's just, it's amazing. Yeah. Alright, so, uh, yeah, like you said, she's really young. She's 27, so she was, what, like uh, 25 when she made this mm -hmm. record. So this is her second album, actually, like I said, released June 2020, three years after her debut, Stranger in the Alps. So mm. were you a fan of her already before this came out, or did you discover her for this one? I discovered her with this one and went back. Stranger in the Alps is another fantastic album. It's it, so good. I, I, I didn't have a chance to oh listen to Oh my gosh, it, it's so good. But I found her through like other artists, so she's really big on collaborating, and so I, I was a big fan of Julian Baker and Lucas uh, Lucy Dacus, and she did a whole uh, band with uh, Connor Oberst from Bright Eyes. Right, right. Called, What's um, that, that Better Oblivion Community Center? Yes, that album is really really good it was quite early one morning hit me with that warning i went to hear the general speak i was standing for the anthem banners all around and confetti made it hard to see put my footsteps on the pavement start for Oh, I am. They're I, I remember bit, by then. A little bit whiny. You know how original he is. Original emo. They're like one yeah. of the original emo. Yeah, bands. and he's yeah. like one of her biggest influences. So for them to work together, it's almost like it's just such a perfect pairing, the two of them together. So I loved that album. And then I then she smashed that guitar, and I was like, oh, what's going on right now? Like, who is this person? I'm obsessed with her. And now it's right, like right. I just dove in and like became completely obsessed with her. Oh, uh, okay. Obviously, I'm dressed yes. like her right now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, she's, she's really good. All right. So, so my what I discovered what I like about her is uh, she's got this really she's got this really sweet voice this mm. sweet sounding voice but she twists it around she's got some dark mm -hmm. ominous sounds going on here yeah and the songs she writes like this album the songs could be just her playing uh, guitar and singing them mm -hmm. but I really like she collab like you said she does she collaborates with people and I think she collaborated with there's a whole bunch of musicians mm -hmm. on this and it's great because they sort of deconstruct I feel like they she deconstructs her songs mm -hmm. and makes them into the things which sound very modern uh and just very i don't know it's it, it it's just it's really good it's a uh, compelling because obviously she's a girl that has some she's open about that she has mm -hmm. and what, what does she have <laughs> i mean you know suffers with anxiety. depression anxiety right, i think right, getting right. on the road you know being on the road causes yeah, some sort of yeah. depression a different sort of depression uh and so and you know i love her songs too because they're almost spooky Right, oh, like yeah, I yeah. love how yeah, spooky they are, but they're also really funny. And there's these little lyrics that make you laugh, and you're like, "Are we supposed to be laughing at something like this?" But it's, it's so good. It's good because she's, and, and it's funny. I was thinking, you know what? She's so good now. I wonder if she's gonna like as she gets older. If she's not, because I don't think I feel like you have to be young to be able to write songs like this. Because mm. she just throws. It's very stream of consciousness, and she just throws in like all these different things. It's almost yes. like, yes. Uh, you know, like she'll like, wow, where did that come from? Yes. But Yes. It's very, it just, it, it's very interesting. And it's sort of like, it's the sound to me of a young person just trying to figure herself out. Yeah. 
Which I, I would think for you, obviously, you're, you know, you're, you're, you're already got everything figured out. Oh, already. yeah, I'm really all put together. This is, uh, everything's working out fine. But for someone young, like to see, because you're someone that on the surface, oh, has it all. She's like very, very right. popular, successful, but she obviously has this, what do they call it, imposter mm, syndrome. Yes. Where she doesn't feel like she's, right. you know, accomplished anything and she doesn't feel and she's still very insecure. Right. And she puts all that in the songs. So it, it is. It's well, really it's so funny, too, because this album comes out, like you said, in June 2020. And she'd been working on it for a few years right. before before it came out, and then the, that came it came out during the pandemic, and she couldn't start touring until after, right? right? Or towards like I don't know, we're still in the pandemic, you know what I mean? Yeah. And the second the tickets go on sale, every single show sells out, and oh, I'm talking amazing. about huge places. Right, right. So during the pandemic, she was like doing these little live snippets of songs and going online and doing those live things, and it really promoted the album. And it, I mean. To become more famous during the pandemic is kind of incredible. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And uh, and uh, also another thing I really appreciate is that she's, you know, she just seems like a really sweet and uh, yeah. cute, cute girl. And I, I like the fact that she doesn't, she's, uh, she knows enough about herself. She doesn't play up her sexuality. Like mm. she wears this skeleton thing, but it's a pajamas. It's literally pajamas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it isn't like it's tight yeah. or it's anything like that. She's very, she just, uh, and so one of the things before we get into the songs that mm. I want to mention because I didn't realize she was part of the Ryan Adams. I got to bring up Ryan Adams. Honey, let's talk about let's this. Let's talk about Ryan yeah. Adams. All right, she's one of several women who spoke out uh, about instances of uh, sexual misconduct, manipulation, and abuse involving Ryan Adams. Mm-hmm. Seven. There were seven women. So yeah. usually, if there's if there's one or two, you could maybe. But yeah, when there's seven, and he was at at this point, he was she was twenty, he was forty. Yeah. It's so. a problem. Well, and here's the thing. If you listen to Stranger in the Alps, a lot of that is about the trauma in that relationship, especially oh, okay. that is song. Um, there's a whole song that's about their relationship. for this uh, that this album Punisher was more about like the tools she learned to deal with that trauma like getting right. through it to the other side right. and I think the thing about women these these younger women who are she's 20 something years younger than me is that they are more in touch with their feelings and what's happening in them and being able to express themselves than my generation or my gen x or whatever was ever able to do you know like she's able to really write about these experiences in a way that is new really like these kids today rob <laughs> you yeah, know they yeah. they they are up on everything they talk about their triggers they and do. their trauma and, and, and their good, <laughs> and you know what it's good and bad because some because also i feel like they're very it's just hard because they're so vulnerable and open about mm. everything that they also uh, i don't know i feel like uh, when we're when we were younger maybe we built up uh these walls <laughs> yeah. and it's probably not the most healthy yeah. thing but, but it we helps survived. you get through you're yeah. right you're right you're so, right yeah. i don't know it's six where every half, now everything's a trigger if someone's wearing red shoes uh oh he's not supposed to wear red shoes anymore yeah. i didn't get the memo sorry but i will say this ryan adams i just want to say fuck ryan adams because oh, i'm re- fuck him because hard, he hard. now he's saying oh they, oh, they took away my career no one took away your career no one took anything you could Bro. do whatever you want release music do your music if 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 people decide you're a shitty you're a shitty person which yeah. clearly he is yeah and and you're shitty and they don't want to listen to you or bother you or put out your music yeah oh well the worst thing about him and phoebe and a couple of other women who were musicians is that he would use his power in the industry to get them in the studio build them up oh we're going to release this and then he held on to their music and yeah. like wouldn't give it to them oh, and gross. that's fucked up uh, and and up. then they were in a relationship and that was all fucked up but like no, I, if you go to Ryan Adams on Instagram, which I'm not really promoting Ryan Adams on Instagram, but no, he's on there crying about yeah, his, his so misery. And about, I'm like, right. bitch, please. I'm sorry. And it's like, oh, well, it used to be, you know, 20, 30 years ago, you could be an asshole and a dick and get away with it. But now you really can't yeah, because yeah. it's out there and oh, well. <laughs> and by the way, 
she when she did that whole thing with the New York Times and talked about it with these other women, this album hadn't come out like this. She really was talking out and speaking out when she didn't have to. And right, it could have right. affected her career, you know? Right, right, right. But uh, yeah, good for her and good for all these women. And fuck Ryan Adams. Fuck him. All right. So uh, <laughs> the record. Yeah. And, and just so I, I have been listening to this all week and, and it's really good. It's mm. really good. Oh, and I'm a fan. And it's funny. Well, I'll tell you about it because my daughters, I feel like I don't usually get to expose my daughters to stuff, but yeah. I sent them both. I said, hey, do you guys know? PB Bridgers and and they actually did sort of yeah but not this record so much mm. they're real big Taylor Swift fans and okay, I guess yeah. she, she did a collaboration That's with right. her too yeah, so yeah, they knew yeah. it from that well you know I'm always nervous coming here because I never know like I'm like okay what happens if I walk in here and Rob's like this album's a piece of shit no <laughs> you know? I, I never but he's saw, like it's beautiful and I was like yeah this well, you're the bravest awesome. person because what's the first record we did with you? I oh mean, my God, the Foo Fighters the album. Foo Fighters, right. So that was so brave. And then we just continued to shit on them the entire time we were recording. No, we didn't, we didn't though. We did, I decided that I really, that's a good, the first record is great. No, the first album's good, yeah. It, but it, It's the but only one I like. we shit about the rest of them. Yeah, me too. It, then we shit on the rest of them, but that's okay. We did, okay. Well, that's, they could t- yeah. Dave Grohl can take it. Oh, he's fine. He is fine. All right, so it opens up with the, it's not really a song, a DVD menu, but it's good because it's got, like he said, it's got that dark little, it's, mm-hmm. it's like a mood setting instrumental yeah. thing. Yes. And it sounds like, it's guess it's called DVD menu because it sounds like what you hear maybe on a DVD before you <laughs> yeah. press play, right? Which is cool. Uh, but then we get the first song. Uh, let's listen to Gardens. So you were saying, uh, so this song, I guess it's about nightmares that she would have on tour. So I think that this, well, so when I was reading about it today, it was saying that, so Smoke Signals was a song that was on her first, that Strangers in the Alps, and it was about falling in love with someone. And this was more about like making that happen, manifesting that relationship and like, how does that look? I mean, I love that skinhead line because, you know. Oh, it's so good. Right away at the yeah. top, she says, uh, someday I'm going to live in your house up on the hill. And, and when your skinhead neighbor goes missing, I'll plant a garden in the yard. Yeah. I mean, that's so great because it's like, it's like a, uh, a short story when you read the first line and yeah. you know, oh, this is going to be good. Yeah. It's always a good day to put bunch of Nazi Rob I mean that's yeah, how yeah, I felt yeah. when I thought I was like that's right you are gonna go missing right. um I have so many favorite uh lines in this but um towards the end there's a couple lines that I love where she says the doctor put her hands over my liver she told me my resentment's getting smaller I yes. love that well, so much I read, you you read why she put that that was like a real thing that happened to her yes she so what happened what is it some crazy I don't know maybe I don't want to say it's crazy because maybe it's maybe it's true but is this, it with the drinking and the it's um she said it was it was based on an actual visit to a nutritionist lady in uh, mm. Los Angeles and she told her that your liver had something to do with your I don't know your like your liver controlled your moods and your mm. emotions and stuff <laughs> oh my so, gosh. and she she remembers she said she thought it was the craziest thing she heard and she said I'm going to put that in a song <laughs> <laughs> which is great yeah I think she must walk around with a notebook and write down some of the funniest things ever because they just random things just throw get thrown into yeah, these songs. Yeah, yeah, which is great. Which yeah. I, I, I really like that, that she, she'll just throw something in there. Yeah. And that's why I was saying, I feel like a young person does that because maybe when you get older, you think, oh, well, I can't put that. I'm, I'm yeah. writing like a yeah. narrative. I have to stick to the narrative. But <laughs> yeah. she's like, uh, fuck that yeah. narrative. I'm going to just, you know, <laughs> which is great. Yeah. 
And and also it just sounds like you said it sounds uh, dreamlike, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it's it's just it's really. Cool. I also like I grew up here till it all went up in flames except the notches in the door frame. You know when you when your kids are getting taller and you're marking the door. Yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. And I I read that her parents went through a divorce when she was 19, so you could imagine like selling the house and like you know moving away, but right, like right, all right. those things, those memories, and still are still there. Yep. You yep. know. And she has, and I read she has kind of a troubled relationship with her dad, mm-hmm. and that's that's in here too for yeah. sure. And yeah. it, it, actually, in the next song right here, right? I think you're right. Yeah, let's listen <laughs> to Kyoto. Day off in Kyoto, aboard at the temple, around at the seven. This song oh is so gosh. good. I feel like we could do a whole podcast just on this one yeah. song because it's really good. <laughs> well, you're the musician. Tell me about what do you think about her, the music? Well, it, it, it's interesting because I actually read that when she was writing the song originally, it was going to be more of a slower bell right. type, and she right, said, right. Oh, I'm, "I'm tired of writing, doing all <laughs> yeah, these songs. Yeah. Let's let's make this up tempo." So she did that, and she's got the horns in there, and uh, yeah, it's so good. But it's also there's so many levels to this yes, song. Yeah, uh, what's going on? Because it's sort of in in a way, it's about her. To- oh, and this is the one I was talking about because it's about her touring uh, Japan, right? Yes. And sort of like I said, sort of feeling like even though she's this artist, she's in Japan for the first time. But not really going out and doing anything because she's like too, you know, she's too inside her head. So my daughter, my older daughter, uh, loves Japan. She's been there a bunch mm. of times. So oh, she, wow. So Corey, I asked her, I said, do you know Phoebe Bridgers? And she said, oh, my friend's been telling me I got to listen to her. I got to. So then I sent her this song. And she goes, that's Phoebe Bridgers? She goes, I fucking love that song. <laughs> so she knew awesome. it, but she didn't That's know amazing. it was Phoebe Bridgers. But she That's loved amazing. the song already, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so um, yeah, she's singing about uh, Day Off in Kyoto, and the band's going to, uh, took the speed train to the arcade, but she wanted to, but she didn't. Right, right, right. And then she ends up, uh, her dad calls her. Mm. And she has these conversations with her dad, and I guess, uh, I guess her dad has substance abuse, but the chorus is like really dark. Yeah. <laughs> What it is. She say in the yeah, chorus she says, dad? "If I don't, if uh, I'm gonna kill you, yeah, I'm gonna kill you if you don't beat me to it." Dang, right. I know, right? Man, yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, I love the line, "I don't forgive you, but please don't hold me to it." I love that. Yeah, I yeah, I love that so much. That's great. Yeah, and it made. I don't know. It's it's just so. Uh, it, it's it's like really raw for her to put all this in a song yeah. about stuff she's uh, dealing with with her dad. But it's really great too. Yeah, I, I, I like it because I feel like she just being really honest but not in a not not in a weepy emo way yeah you know yeah she's sort of owning it more and that's and i I like the fact that even though the lyrics are kind of dark like her her brother her poor little brother like her dad called birthday but he was uh, 10 days off (laughs) jesus could you imagine (laughs) right bro that's so bad i know (laughs) but uh but it's still so up sounding with the horns and everything yeah 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 uh, i I really like that and also you know i was reading something else about her uh yesterday but she talked about these up-tempo songs because when you're on tour you're she's constantly playing these sad songs she's like good grief like it is so depressing oh, yeah, so she's right, like right. i need these songs to be a little bit you know yeah, yeah. Upbeat because it's hard to keep playing them every night like this right it is i mean yeah because the, the record is I, I won't say it's a downer mm-hmm. because it but it could be i guess it depends on on the, the mood you're in when you're, that's li- right when you're listening which to is it, right? why i think i fell in love with this album i was so like in a dark place when i started oh, listening okay, to it okay. but you know like it's that old thing like sad songs make you feel better like yeah. I, it really did and i 
I kind of clung to it because it was this, I could find so much in there that I could relate to, you know? Right, right. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. All right, so the next uh, next one, we get the title track, uh, Punisher. And now, I didn't know a Punisher, what that was, that is what it's slang for. Uh, yeah. What is now it? I what know. Is, what is it? So Punisher is a, a, like a super fan. And they say at they go, when they go to see a show, they stay at the merch table waiting for the artist to come out so they could just be like, I really love your music and it really means so and much to like, me. And they're like, coming on yeah. And then the artist is like, oh, God, <laughs> by the way, that's me. Like, I'm totally a punisher at a show. That's a great that's a great word for that. though. It's, <laughs> it it's so great. Because I love these it. poor artists are like, oh, God, please. Right. Enough. So but she so she wrote this because she was a big fan of. Yes. of, of um... I believe it was Elliot Smith. Uh, not a real encounter she had with him, but of uh, her like imagined yeah. encounter with him where she would be. The, yeah, uh, which is so punisher. you can totally tell she was he was somebody who influenced her. Oh, like yeah. his music. Oh is yeah, the yeah, same for sure. Thing, you, can. you know, and you know, I was thinking it's it's good in a way. Maybe you know, even though uh, people say, oh, kids, they have to toughen up and be tougher, but maybe being. This mm. emotionally open and dealing with it and being honest about your problems. Because what did he end up doing? He ended up killing himself. Dude, dark, like bad, like, like a terrible way. Yeah, stab, who stabs yourself? Oh my gosh, <laughs> it was way. crazy. So maybe it's good. I, I, I was w- worried about her a little. I'm, I'm a little worried about her, but, but I think, well, no, I think you're she's going to be all right. You can, right. You can be worried. I think she's going to be all right, though. Yeah, yeah. Because she sings about it. All right, let's, yeah, let's, let's do, do it. A Punisher. Exactly how you feel, right? Because when yes. someone you love, you feel like you By know. The way, you probably yeah. feel like you're, you're Dude, buds with her, right? Yes, I was just gonna say that's how I feel. I yeah. feel like Phoebe and I are like tight, honey. We're best friends. <laughs> right. She knows how I feel, but that's the beauty of music, Rob. It right? Is, yeah, like you right. Yeah. feel connected. It's the way that we we feel relatable to that person. Like you feel less alone when you were listening to someone sing exactly how you feel. Oh yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Sure. It feels like you're a part of something, and yeah. I mean. I know my hair's super blonde now and I'm wearing this outfit. I don't want to be Phoebe Bridgers, but no, I wouldn't no, mind being no. best friends with yeah, Phoebe Bridgers. Or maybe like a mentoring, like <laughs> yeah. a older sister, yeah. younger sister. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm going to put it out there. Like she loves um, this podcast, My Favorite Murder. And that's yes, how... I, I saw that. Yeah, I, I read so, that. And that's yeah. how Tina, my co-host, and I actually became friends because she was wearing a shirt from the show, from that podcast. And I was like, you listen to that podcast? Oh, nice. So I kind of feel like maybe Phoebe Bridgers and I could talk about My Favorite Murder. Oh, you would. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> You, you totally could. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, just so uh, good. And the music, again, very understated. And I, I read, I, I guess she was saying how she put this uh, this together. They would have all these little sounds on the faders and different times in the songs, they'd bring something up, mm. bring it down. So it just gives it that very, I don't know, sweaty, dreamlike thing mm, where it's yes. just coming in and yeah. out. Uh, I feel like that whole al- this whole album feels like a dream. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? it really does. Yeah. And, and it goes with the cover because the cover is yeah. really cool too. Yes. It's like, cause, yeah, it looks like maybe she was sleepwalking and she ended up outside yeah. in her jammies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, my favorite line from this song is, I swear I'm not angry, that's just my face. Oh, God, yeah, I right. I love that so much. <laughs> I love it. Too. It's yeah. such like a Golden Girls Dorothy kind of line. You know it what is, I mean? Dorothy yeah. was always so sassy with her face. Yes, yes. <laughs> but I think in your case, you you actually are angry. Yeah, I, well, that's true. Yeah, I can't, uh, listen, I'm not going to pretend. It's right. I'm angry. <laughs> All right, so something interesting, this next song is called what? Halloween. Halloween. And Hillary, did you know we've had a- at least three other songs on previous podcasts that You're have kidding. had a song called Halloween? We had uh, Dead Kennedys have a song called Halloween. We did that record. Susie and the Banshees have a Halloween, and we did that. And a Dream Syndicate also have a song called Halloween. Wow. So, yeah, Halloween. And there's also Ministry has Halloween, Misfits. It's very, <laughs> it's a good, uh, but, and, and, and it's sort of like, because it's, it's almost a metaphor just asking to, to bring brought forth, because what do we do on Halloween? We, oh, yeah. we sort of, you know, we, we wear our, it's like the one day when we could dress up, yeah, yeah. but maybe we're really dressing up or showing our true selves, but mm. only on Halloween, yeah, yeah. you know, something like that. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it's a really good song. And she did this with Connor. You mentioned Connor Oberst and he's yeah. singing on this too, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, and I yeah. think he writes, he's like a co-writer or part yeah. writer on some of these songs as well. Yeah. See, so that's the thing. You could be, you could be an older guy and, <laughs> and be a mentor and work with someone without yeah. being a, Hello. a creep, right? Hello. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Let's, <laughs> let's listen to Oh my God. <laughs> relationship to me it's almost like you're feeling like a relationship that you feel like it it should be over already but you're kind of still sort of hanging on clinging to it a little yeah that sounds right um but then she throw again she throws in the the next line dodgers the murders at dodger stadium always surprised by what i do for love some things i never expect they killed a fan down by the stadium was only visiting they beat him to death yeah random i remember that story though i remember that but why like why the fuck is she throwing that in here so i read this whole thing and it was like Somebody, because she was struggling to finish, like get this song together, and someone's like, you know, you always talk about how fans are beaten at these games. Oh. You should put that in there. Okay. And that's why she put it in. Oh, and it's okay. kind of random. But she, I guess she, this idea of like, you go to a, a game to have like a hot dog and watch baseball and people get so worked up over sports. Right, that right. That someone gets beaten. And they're like, geez, like she was obsessed with this idea of like someone being murdered over a baseball game. Right, 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 right. You know? Yeah. But wow. That, uh, but it's random in the song. <laughs> it is <laughs> random, but like good for her. Yeah. But like thrown in there because it's it's so great. Whenever I hear the song and that comes in, it's like, it just sort of comes out of left yeah. field, yeah. you know? And it's great. She's like a real artist. How 
do you do that when you're 25 years old? That always Bro, makes me. I, I, yeah. I, it makes me so angry because when I, I was I 25, I was an idiot. Listen, they're all. <laughs> she's probably an idiot, but she's a genius at writing. In songs. some ways, yeah, yeah she that's probably true. is. That's true. But you know, if she we wants any, hope. if she wants any advice, she can call me. No problem. I'll, that's s- true. I'll slide her my number. We can be friends, <laughs> baby. But uh, yeah, she's a great songwriter. Oh, um, that's awesome. I'm so glad to hear you say that. Yeah, yeah, no, I, 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 I always I know. get props where props I just, are due, dude. I just have, you know so much respect for your podcast oh, and like you oh, know so much so well, like and i know you're like super punk punk rock yeah so i don't know like i bring this an album like rock. this she's she's punk rock fucking a all right I think so. all right yeah, cool sure. cool cool uh no question all right uh this next song i really like this next song and yeah. i really like what she said the message in this one so mm. let's we'll discuss it after we play it let's okay. listen to a little bit of chinese satellite I've been running around in circles Pretending to be myself Why would somebody do this on purpose When they could do something else she's singing i mean this kind of a theme throughout a lot of her songs is trying to almost like wake up she's part she's pretending to be somebody else she doesn't know really who she is struggling to figure that out i think that that's a lot of what it is right even like going to see to wish on a star and you see a a chinese satellite like it's not even a real like you're trying to to do something like make a wish and it's not even that's not even real right right you know right but yeah and she's so she's sort of like grasping at things but i love the theme uh, that i get out of this is like someone which I struggle this and I talk about this a lot on the podcast. Mm -hmm. Like I used to be down on religion. People are religious, Mm. but I'm not anymore. I don't because I get it. And and, and then in a way, I almost get jealous of people Mm. because if they have faith, if they really do have faith, that's kind of cool. Because and I feel like that's what she's saying here. She's saying uh, the next line where she says you were screaming at the oh yes evangelicals. Yeah, which yeah, there's a lot of things to scream about the evangelicals about, uh, and they were screaming right back. But when you said I will never be your vegetable because I think you're gone, that I think when you're gone it's forever. But Mm. you know I'd stand in the corner embarrassed with a picket sign if it meant I would see you when I die. So it's like she's thinking, oh, you know, it'd be, if, if I actually did could believe in an afterlife, then maybe the people that I love that are gone, I could see them when I die. And it's comfort. It's very comforting. That Yeah, that's the whole that's religion, right. isn't it? Right. Like being, to scare you, but also keep you in line, like comfort you. Right. But right. She's being real honest with it because she knows mm. in her heart that it's bullshit, but yeah. she still kind of yearns for it a little. Mm. And and I get that. I understand that. That's why I, I will never shit on people that are religious, as long as they're really religious, as long as they don't try to put their religion Thank on other you. people there you go. and tell people what to do with their bodies and all oh. that that's still bullshit are we on the, is this the muck <laughs> no no we're not before we move on to the, the next one good i love the last four lines because she does have this theme of like ghosts and aliens and like another world that i love so much because oh, you know oh, okay right i am totally praying for the aliens to come take me rob like right, when, when right. are when are they gonna be here i've been waiting since <laughs> x-files days david to oh, me please okay. where You're are one you of those. i get it yeah I get it. fox Mulder, help right. me so what is she saying so what she, she says at the end she says i want to believe that if i go outside i'll see a tractor beam coming to take me to where i'm from i want to go home like this isn't this isn't where i'm supposed to be right i'm, right. I'm supposed to be from somewhere else there's yeah. no way like this is the earth I, that this is where i'm supposed to be I love this. Well, you know what? If that, if that spaceship comes tracking me, I hope they take 
<laughs> you and Phoebe, <laughs> thank like you. you guys still get together <laughs> yeah. and go to the planet, whatever thank the planet Thank you, goes. thank yeah. you, thank you. I won't, they probably won't take me, but. Uh, <laughs> They're not coming for me either. I'm too old, I'm too no, old. No, <laughs> no, they may take you, but I'm, uh, I think I, I missed the cutoff. Oh God. Uh, that's great though, I love that. Uh, all right, so this next one, clearly this is another shitty relationship, but I like, I, I realized when I, when I was, uh reading the lyrics and some of these songs I'm thinking I wonder if these are about Ryan Adams but it's like no no they're not because you said that was her first album so she's over that shit already she moved on but this song and the last song I know the end these two are my favorite this song is so good Oh, and they're kind of tied, yes. connected in a they way, are, right? They, they are, are yeah. which is good. Oh I like how gosh. she does that. She throws in these little things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's very cool. All right, let's listen to Moon Song. in this song yeah, right go ahead yeah. start unpacking it i mean <laughs> I, it's to me it's somebody who's she's in a, she's seeing somebody who might already be in a relationship and so she has to wait around for him and when he finally comes to see her that's when she like feels something like she starts to you know she loves him right um or her because she's bisexual she talks about that too but like uh i just I don't know. I just feel like this song is so sad. It's so sad. It Rob. is sad because and 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 she she's really good at bringing in these little things. Like you know, maybe this person, maybe they had a, they were both sort of making fun of tears and the song tears yes. in heaven. And yeah. she says, "We hate tears in heaven, but it's sad that uh, that his baby died." Yeah, because it is sad. It is sad. But we do all hate that song now. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh my god. And we fought about John Lennon until I cried, and then went to bed upset. It's like that's such a real thing. Yeah. You could tell. You know. And then and the she next, throws these things. And in then there. the next lines are. About she's now back in this dream, right? right. And she's that, dreaming. That she's at her birthday, at birthday, and he's yeah, there. Right. You know, it could be this could be about Ryan Adams. Though. I was wondering that it I could be because he's older than her, and like, why would she be discussing Tears in Heaven oh. or John Lennon with a younger guy? Oh, you know what? I actually I think it is about him because you know one thing I noticed right at the end. I actually I wrote the lyrics of the whole song down here because the lyrics yeah. in this are great. Oh my gosh! But when she says because she talks about the the bird, which she brings up in the last song too yes. about the uh, bird so I, I will, yeah, wait for the next time uh, you want me like a dog with a bird at your door mm. but then at the end she says um when you saw the little uh, the dead little bird you started crying but you know the the killer doesn't understand so she's so sweet and vulnerable and seeing but she's talking about a sociopath like mm. she knows he's a sociopath because you know the killer doesn't so even though you're crying about the dead bird she you know the, the killer doesn't really understand that right. <laughs> that that and so that's it oh, i think he, she's realizing yeah. oh shit he, he was a he was a sociopath the whole time yeah. yeah and even the line where she talks about they're in the stream and she's and she's you know she sees him and everything and she said i would if i could give you the moon i would give you the moon those two when she sings those two lines it is so fucking sad yeah and then the next thing she says is you're sick you're married you might be dying it's like these excuses this person has given her of like why they can't come over right oh i'm oh i'm sick oh you know what i mean it's just like one thing after the other and then yeah it's just uh god damn it ryan adams i just want to kick his ass how could you be mean to phoebe bridgers oh my god (laughs) i mean he's so greasy that greasy hair already (laughs) get over it get it take a shower bro uh, but heavy. It's a very heavy song. Oh, my and, God. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's I love good, it. Though. All right. So this next one, um, a savior complex is what? A savior complex is a state of mind in which a person believes they are responsible for coming to the aid of others mm. that need help. Uh-oh. 
I got a bit of that. I got a little bit of that. Yeah, well, I, I know other people that have that, the savior yeah. complex thing. And yeah, that could be uh, troublesome. Yeah, <laughs> it is a problem. It is. All right, let's listen to savior complex. Okay. What do they do? They divert their energy mm. to to you know to help someone else they think needs assistance, but often that's just an outlet to escape like their own problems. Right, that's right. right. It drains you, by yes. but you think you're doing so good, right? But you're going to help this other person who probably doesn't even realize that they have a problem, right? right and right. at the end of it, you're just drained of everything. You have all your energy and everything you have left. Yeah, yeah. But you, yeah. in some way, this it's like you romanticize this idea that you can help this person or fix them, even though. You know, you see all these problems, right? Right? right, you right know, yeah, but you're trying exactly. to ignore them. Exactly. Yeah, but that's uh, and that's like we know that now. But the yeah. fact that she's figuring and and I, I like that's why it's very interesting to read this because you feel like it's someone a young person that's uh, discovering all this. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, and we're seeing it in real time. Yeah, I like the line when she said, which is at the end when she says, "Baby, you're a vampire. You want blood, and I promised." Oh my gosh! Oh yeah, like, right. You know, right, like right, she's right, like, yeah. "Oh, I said I would help. I said I would be here. Yep, He's yep. gonna suck me dry, but here." I am like right, to help right, this exactly. person. Oh God. All right. So now we have a song called I See You. Mm. <laughs> and I didn't get that. It's I See You. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I see you after I read the lyrics I did. Which she co wrote with Marshall Vorey, who was her drummer. Oh, all right. Mm. So this is a guy, I guess he was her drummer and they had a relationship. Yeah. But they still work. See, see, you can have you can have a relationship <laughs> and break up and still as long as you're not a, an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> you won't you see he still has Marshall still has a career oh my God. <laughs> yeah so it can be done yeah. but even though the great part about this song too is she totally disses his mother in the song oh that's right and they yeah, would play that's it right. in front of his family all the time because oh, apparently really? he got, she got into a huge fight with his mom at a Whole Foods over Trump because the mother's a Trump supporter oh god and she that's bit, so great and then so that line is in here which is so great I figured it was it had to be yeah. real right yeah, yeah, that's yeah. awesome that's great alright yeah. so let's listen to you I see you So it's 
cool. So I was going to ask you, have, have you gotten to see her yet? Have you seen her play? No, like, you haven't gotten. I'm to her very yet, right? upset about this. She's not coming to Florida. We have we have no rules here. Oh, and these right. artists that are cool, like Phoebe Bridgers and anybody else I love that I want to see live, they won't. They come won't come here because the the the, the, the uh, venues don't have to follow any sort of rules, and right, they're like, yeah. no. Uh, sucks. Well, maybe she go go up someplace. Yeah, yeah well, that's the plan. That's Although the I don't plan. know, maybe you shouldn't see her because maybe they would be. They would have to call the police or something. Let I- me tell you, <laughs> I would be crying, honey, crying. Uh, that's great, though. <laughs> <laughs> I love. Here's what I love when he she she writes the line which says, "I used to light you up. Now I can't even get you to play the drums." Yeah, I love it. I love it. But he's playing on this. He's record, playing. So he's in there. He's him. in there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, that is, it's great uh, because it, it does, like I said, it, it shows that she's sort of, you know, obviously she's becoming, you know, a, a person, a real person. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Kids in their, when you're in your early 20s, you're not even a, a right. real person yet. Right, right, right. That's true. You're not fully cooked. <laughs> no, you're like not. Like Judge Judy likes to say. Yeah, yeah. But it's very, it's just very, uh, it's very interesting uh, to see, like I said, to, to listen to this. And uh, to realize that she's got and and I mean she's talented she's super talented she plays uh, she plays uh, guitars different kind of guitars mm-hmm. on this too and uh, you know a lot of the songs I I feel like they're probably co-written just because she uh, collaborates a lot so right. she'll collaborate probably if someone comes up with a part in a studio she's right. going to give them a writing credit right. you know because right, right. she's not an asshole yeah. but uh, she's not. She's not uh, this pop star that that they made into a pop star. Right. She's not at no, all. No, no, no. Which I, I wasn't sure. Like when you told me Phoebe Bridges, I knew nothing about her except that. I, I was hoping she wasn't that. But yeah. she's clearly not that at all. So and then also good. the line I've been playing dead my whole life, again, with this whole like, who am I? Who am I supposed to be? Oh, right, like, pretending right, right. to be someone yeah, else. Yeah, like yeah. she that's a theme throughout this whole album. Yeah, too. yeah, it is. It is. But she's so self-aware about it. It's yeah, great. Yeah. It, it is great. Um, uh, do, do your kids like her? You know... <laughs> It's hard with kids and music, it's, right? It is. My daughter's very much into poppy things, which really bother me. She told me I don't like rock and roll, and I almost jumped off a bridge. Uh, I was like, "This is bullshit." But, but she's my still, son she's is young, though, right? She she's thirteen. Okay. My son is super into rock and roll. I just have been playing him a lot. Like he loves the Beatles, but he also like I just got him into Smashing Pumpkins because he's about to hit teenage years. Okay, I'm like, let's get into some grunge yeah, yeah. stuff. Like you'll, this anger, you're gonna be able to tap into. Oh yeah, yeah. Like right, let's get right. into it. So yeah, he's yeah. super into that. Yeah. Okay. But so, who does your daughter like? Does she like uh, Taylor Swift? You know, I, I gotta tell you, I don't need, even know the names of these pop people that she listens oh, she to. She it's like one the, of those times now where I'm like, pop stuff? Uh, no, it's it's stuff she finds on like uh, the tw- No, she's not on TikTok, okay. but like Twitter videos that are not Twitter, um, Instagram videos where this music's in the background. Like that's how kids find music now, Rob. Like oh, okay. like a TikTok video or Twitter, like an uh, Instagram video. They just hear this music in the background of somebody talking. Oh, okay. And that's how they find music now. It's and then, so and, weird. And then what do they do? Do they just stream it? Or yeah, do they then she goes to Spotify just, or something and, and she'll find it. them okay. and she, yeah. <laughs> we're talking about it like we're... I know, but <laughs> but it no is idea. a totally different way to listen to music. I know, it's crazy. She plays me something and I'm like, I don't even know who this is. Right, right. It's so weird. It is weird, but what are you going to do? But yeah, they'll get... Uh, yeah, I know. I found, even with, even with my girls, I find a lot of times... It's harder for me to try and introduce them to something. Yeah. They like to always show me stuff, and a yeah. lot of times I'll say, "Oh, that's good," or yeah, "I don't yeah. really like that." But for me to turn <laughs> them onto something, it's like it would really, yeah, it, yeah it, it's Listen, it's a harder sell. I, I I am not cool at all. Believe me. Yeah, no. Well, I, no, I, no how, nobody wants to talk. She doesn't, like, she doesn't want to acknowledge me at the school. Don't look at me. Don't talk to me when I go to her school. Like, just don't pretend like you don't know me. And I'm like, okay, uh, uh, that's cool, cool, oh. cool, cool. I used to lean into that shit. I used to personally when yeah. they were, I used to personally try and embarrass <laughs> yeah, them more yeah. when they tell that shit. Yeah. Oh my god! All right, so this one, this is kind of like a a country. I didn't think I I liked the songs uh, mm-hmm. as much at first because it's kind of like a blue. I don't know is is it bluegrass or is it a ballad? Because it's more like a ballad, but it's got a banjo in it and stuff. Mm-hmm. But actually, so this is with her other bandmates. Uh, Boy Genius yes. is the band she has with the two other girls, right? Julian Baker. Yes. And, Dacus. Dacus. Okay. So good too, by the way. We had a great day. Even though we forgot to eat. And you had a bad dream. And we got no sleep. Cause we were kissing. Fever. 
Yeah, oh okay. My gosh, I didn't so get a good. chance to check them oh, out. Oh, great. All. But uh, but actually, the song grew on me, and I I, I kind of like it now. And and uh, let's listen to a little bit of Graceland Two. personal like it's kind mm-hmm. of personal too mm-hmm. like she's singing about i don't know again it's like um she's sort of like uh, discovering herself or what she could do and that she realizes she could do but that it's hard sometimes when you feel you could do anything you want to do but then you could also feel uh, paralyzed like you don't mm. want to do anything right know? right right like when she's in kyoto and she doesn't want to leave her hotel room right right yeah. exactly yeah well uh, and then next there's a couple lines too that come up right after that um that talk about which I kind of loved where she says she turns up the music so that her thoughts don't intrude. Like how many times have you done that? Where you're right, just like right, listening right, to right. it so loud because you don't really want to be in your head anymore. Right. And then she wants, and she predicted predictably winds up thinking of Elvis and wonders if he believes songs could come true. Like this dream thing, this like thinking about, I think, I thought that was such a cool thought. Yeah, that is like, cool. And she's also thinking like, well, did Elvis think that too? Yeah, that songs like, come I true? Think, yeah. Did he feel like that? Because I'm, yeah. I, I, I'm a singer and <laughs> yeah. I do songs and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, that is really cool actually. Yeah. And, um, and actually the, uh, the the next line where she says, I'm asking for it. Uh, if they do, doesn't know what she wants or what she's going to do. A rebel without a clue. Mm. All right, just a personal, I'm going to give you a little angry old white, uh, okay. angry old dude thing. <laughs> yeah. Because when reading online, the rebel without a clue line, people said, oh, she got that from Tom. Petty's Into the Great Wide Open. Mm. Into the Great Wide Open, he says, okay. Rebel Without a Clue. Yeah. And she very well may have gotten that from there. But Tom Petty got that from the replacements, because the replacements had a who Rebel she, who Without a Clue. she's a huge fan of, by the way. Oh, okay. So yes. maybe she did get it from the replacements, because yeah. in 1989, and uh, the replacements toured with Tom Petty. So Tom Petty definitely got that line from the replacement song, yeah. I'll Be You. But in digging further, I discovered it was originally coined by Jim Steinman. Uh, that out of hell, you know, meatloaf Jim. Oh, nice, nice. Wrote Rebel Without a Clue for Bonnie Tyler. Wow. <laughs> yeah, there's a song, a Bonnie Tyler song, uh, Rebel Without a Clue. That's, so that's amazing. Yes, so I, I did Isn't the... Isn't that funny how it went all the way back and now it's in a Phoebe Bridger song in 2020? Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's really cool. That but yeah, incredible. she's talked about replacements and how they were an influence on her. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Okay, good. So she's got obviously really good taste. And also, yeah. we didn't mention, because the previous record you did, what, was uh, Fiona Apple. Ooh, and she loved did, it. And didn't she do a... Uh, she did. She, she did, did a song with her, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. she's probably influenced by her. Yeah. And I was thinking... See, good for her because I think Fiona Apple kind of fell into that trap early. She was mm. very young, and they tried to yes. sexualize, like overly Those sexualize videos. her and everything. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, which was inappropriate. And, yeah. and I really love the fact that they don't do that with her. She's not yes. allowing it to be yes. done with her, and she doesn't do that. This That's girl great. started her own record company, her own record label. Like it's called Satisfactory Records. Like it's so good. I oh, mean, nice, and, she, nice. and the artists that she's bringing on are so good, Rob. Oh, that's great. I mean, amazing. Really? Yeah, oh, that's great. Oh my that's gosh. great. She's that's incredible. Awesome. You're a you're a fangirl. You really are. <laughs> I told you. What is this? No, that's good, though. I like that. I, I really like that. Okay, so, oh, we're at the last song already, right? Oh, my gosh. Know, yeah. Now, all right, so this is the song that she played. Uh, like I said, she played on Saturday Night Live. Yes. It's weird. I got actually two parts. We'll play the first part, and then we got to play the second part. Oh, it's thank like you. Two thank complete, you. Yeah, we have to. I was going to say to you, because I was listening to your last um, episode, and you let the whole song play at the end, and I thought, oh, my God, I hope Rob does this with okay, I Know the I'll End. I'll probably do that. Yeah. Please, because, or whatever, however you want to do it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's, your do, it's your can show. Can I do it like I want to? Hillary, it's your you. podcast, after all. I don't want to tell you how to run okay, things around. Here. I, will. <laughs> I don't want to women explain how to do something. <laughs> let's listen to the beginning of I Know the End. Okay. 
somewhere in Germany, but I can't place it. Man, I hate this part of Texas. Close my eyes, fantasize. Three clicks and I'm home. When I get back, I'll lay around. Then I'll get up and lay back down. Romanticize a quiet life. There's no place like my room. You had to go. I know, I know, I know. Like a wave that crashed and melted on the shore. Not even the burnouts are out here anymore. And you had to go. I know, I know, I know. Out in the park, we watched the sunset. Talking on a rusty swing set. After a while, you went quiet, and I got. So the whole first half, it's like this really sweet mm-hmm. kind of a breakup yeah. song with this guy Marshall uh, Vore again, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the just the lines. Uh, not even the burnouts uh, are out here anymore. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah, yeah, that's a good line. This whole song, like beginning to end, you can just feel where she is the description is amazing like especially that second part when she's talking about driving and what she's what what, she, what they're seeing like you can just see these old towns that she's driving through i right, think it's like right, really right. like a tour life kind of thing yeah yeah because you know? that's what she sort of morphs it mm-hmm. into this like because she would get uh, depressed on tour which yes. re- actually touring could be very depressing right. i mean was ever a little touring i did it's mm-hmm. a, it could be a very isolating right depressing thing because there's a lot of time just to, to yourself and your own thoughts and then you do a show which mm-hmm. is exciting just for a little bit right and then you're and and then it's bored. It's boring. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and she uh, brings that all in here. But she, it, it just the whole second part. Mm. I, I think she wanted. She said she wanted to like just sort of go off. She wanted to to make it kind of metal. Yeah. And there's a lot of people, and she wanted to scream. Yes. And as a person that has screamed in the past, and as a big <laughs> scream aficionado. She does a really good job. Does she? I, I give her an A minus. Oh, I love this. <laughs> on her scream. Uh, yeah. So listen, listen to the end. And she's got uh, a bunch of musicians playing at the end, including Nick Zinner from the Yeah, Yeah, Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I love that band. Have you done their, any of their albums? Not yet. No. Honey, I'm coming back. We're okay. doing it. <laughs> yeah, they're great. I'm always inviting myself onto this podcast. <laughs> That's all right. You can. You can. All right. Let's listen to the second, uh, or I just picked a little bit of the second book because you, you got to hear her scream in there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, second part two. and all oh, that going horns. on and yes, the scream it's yes. really good and the alien there's the aliens again I told right, right you, at the end I yeah. love it yeah. I love it so much but the whole thing the yeah the, the aliens are going to take her away but even like in the middle of the song she talked like I love this like went out looking for creation myth ended up with a pair of cracked lips like you know just like yeah. trying to find something greater than you are and it's like nope it's just sunburn and uh, right, slot right, machines right. and fearing God and like cracked lips from the dry, dry like it's just you know this wanting something greater like the alien like just wanting something more than what you are and imagining all of that as you're driving through town after town like what could be in here what could be more for me yeah and she says either way we're not alone i'll find a new place to be from (laughs) 
Yeah, that's great. I love it. Yeah, yeah. It's really good. And um, yeah, and then she says, yeah, I guess the end is here. Mm, and she knows it. how it ends. But she doesn't really know how it ends. because No, she doesn't. <laughs> she's not even 30 yet. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good, though. What a it great way really to end good. the album, too. Like, it's such a great way to end it. I yeah. just think it was like just this, you know, it's sadness and like romanticizing things, dreaming. And then the end is just like. This is it. We're going to blow this bitch up and we're going yeah. to bla- blast out the song. And it's great. And, and how dare those assholes give her shit about breaking the guitar? Oh, like, my God. Uh, Kurt Cobain used to do it. Pete Townsend did it. They're okay because they're dudes. They could do yeah. it. But God forbid a girl in their, Rob, in their school. I love that you know you can see the, the problem in this. Like, yes. could you imagine? It's so stupid. Yeah. The, oh, well, it was planned out. It's always planned yeah. out. They do yeah. it. They know it. It isn't their only guitar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, made her a fucking sensation and everybody's like, who is this? Like she, right, you know, right, I mean, right. you know, yeah. what is this? Yeah, it's contrived. It's, yeah. Everything is contrived. It's yeah. all contrived. Of course. Right? Calm of course. Down. Of course. <laughs> yeah. She knows what she's doing. Exactly. She's yeah, not a, they I all mean, do. Yeah. these are, this is a girl who's been raised on social media. Like she knows what she's doing. Right, right, you right, know? right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so it's great. So good. I'm glad you were, uh, oh, man. I can't believe you were like what I was going to do. Like I was going to shit on Phoebe Bridges. For an oh hour. my God. I don't what know. What kind of a horrible person. <laughs> Who am I? Ryan Adams? Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine if you, if I came in and you're like, but I'm a Ryan Adams fan. I'm, I'm team Ryan yeah, Adams. Right. I'd be like, Oh my God, Ra, we <laughs> no, have to talk. Be out the door. <laughs> no, well, I, this was so much fun. I love it so much. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on the, sh- on the podcast you, uh, again. Yes. Thank you for coming on. And uh, yeah, no, it's always great having you. And like, I can't, I can't recommend enough the Muck Podcast if you guys want. To go. <gasps> oh. And now they just have to go to the muckpodcast.com, right? That's it. Yep. And uh, you should listen to it. It's They're really fun. Every week. You guys do it every week, too. We do. Yep. Gluttons for fun. That, uh, that might have been a mistake. It's, yeah. That, <laughs> we have a friend who told us, uh, my friend Alfredo said, you should just do the beginning of the show. Forget the stories. And I was like, oh, my God. No, the, the stories are great, too. Thank but you. the beginning is, is great. Yeah, Thank it's you. Gold. Thank it really you. Is Thank great. you. So, uh, yeah, definitely check out the Muck Podcast and become a patron uh, if you are a so inclined uh, because it's a great thing to do yeah. if you if it's something you actually listen to and enjoy you should because that's the only way we make we don't have stupid I, well ads. listen I would recommend your show to be a patron as well you do amazing newsletters I love that no, the extra you. episodes you do they're amazing oh that, yeah. that's right yeah, you got, you, I, I know you're you're busy you're very busy so I know you, I haven't <laughs> contributed I contributed to one but you you can, fans can contribute and be a part of the podcast that is fucking cool I yes, love this yeah. Yeah. in fact yeah I'm glad you said that I gotta do a uh, we gotta do a new one soon I forget the theme you didn't do the girl the female artist theme you I could just, have done listen, a Phoebe I wanted to do the I wanted to do the like Breaking Hearts Valentine's one I was gonna turn in I don't know if anybody did it but Lover You Should Have Come Over by Jeff Buckley oh that would've been a good one. Oh well oh, I guess well. I should get my stuff together next month I mean next month the, the, the messages are so great too because it's like here's just go to our website record into your phone I was like I don't even have time to do this like, yeah, I, I know, <laughs> like right? I'm so sorry there's Rob there's no way you can make it easier I'm so for, sorry. maybe I'll, I'll come by your, yeah, come by your yeah. place <laughs> and record you doing it oh then maybe God, you'll do it terrible alright but don't don't forget guys you can go to Instagram and Facebook it's at that record got me high also that Facebook group got me high is a lot of fun I do see that's how I that's how I contribute to the uh, <laughs> to the conversation is by making stupid memes they're so <laughs> good Rob I love them <laughs> so much you're so talented totally oh, so talented uh, Twitter it's at TRGMH podcast Twitter is not fun <laughs> I, 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 uh, black Twitter. hole black hole yeah, hell it's not, it's not fun it's getting worse too uh, you can email me at trgmh33 at gmail.com and if you want to become a patron of this show you go to patreon.com forward slash trgmh that would be awesome. Hillary, so great having you oh, over here. It's always so good to see you. Anytime. I want to, do you think Tina, would Tina ever want to do the show? So she loves Grateful Dead. Would you be Are jealous? You, would you be oh, jealous I'd, of Tina? I'd have to kneecap her. Might have to kneecap her. If she loves Grateful Dead, would you ever do a Grateful Dead album? I don't know if I'd ever do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, then she's out. Tina's out. Sorry, Tina. Is she Bye. really a Grateful Dead fan? Honey, it's crazy. She's a deadhead. How is she a deadhead? I don't, you don't judge a book by a cover is what I say when I talk about Tina. Does she like fish too, or just no, no? No, I don't think yeah. so. I don't think right. so. Well, forget that. Tina. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're, you're out. You're fine. Bye, bye, Tina. <laughs> See you later. All right, thanks, uh, thanks again, everyone, for listening. We'll see you guys next week. We are out of here. Bye. Stay in.